What's up, everyone? Sorry to make you wait so long. This is the deal with, with uh, night games. That's why I don't like them as much. I don't get to go on until 11, 10 at night. Or, or, or 2.10 if you're on the East Coast. Anyway, the Niners won. I think you're probably uh, thinking about that. The Niners won. It's a big deal. Seattle sucks. Not the city. The team. I like Seattle as a city. The team, though, sucks. But the Nin I've never covered a game in Seattle the Niners won, ever. So this is the first time I experienced the Niners winning a game up here. That was quite impressive. And it's my first time doing a post-game uh, stream in the uh, coach's booth, which is interesting. I've never been to this one before. The other one is right next to it, and they're like rivals. So what they did was they put up a bunch of paper so you couldn't see through. I thought that shit was really funny. Anyway... You don't care about that. You want to talk about the game. I want to talk about the game too. Let's start with the offense, even though the defense is way better and won the game. Let's talk about the quarterback, Brock Purdy, who has a lot of very bad nicknames going around right now. He's new. People are trying to come up with a nickname, and people aren't creative at all. They, they have these really – I'm not even going to say them because they're like uh, rated R, and they're not creative, so I don't want to say them. But – What's crazy to me is you got a great nickname like the Purdman just waiting, hanging out there. I mean, that leads to Purdman Jr. There's so many things you could do. But I'm just throwing that. Let's talk about the Purdman. It was a very interesting performance in the sense that he won in Seattle. Anytime a Niners quarterback wins in Seattle, it's a huge deal. And how did he do it? I mean, the, the touchdown throw to George Kittle in the second half was amazing. Uh, not that it was like, I mean, he was, the guy was wide open, but it was the fourth read on the play. And what I think everyone is seeing with Brock Purdy is that he is very calm and patient on the field, especially in comparison to Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, when he gets, when, when his first read isn't open, he starts dancing. He's dancing on the field. You can see him doing the happy feet. He does the happy dance. Although he's not happy. He's, it's, it's anxiety. And you can feel the anxiety dripping off him if the first read isn't open. That's not the case with Brock Purdy. I mean, physically, their arms are kind of similar. Ian Jimmy probably has a little bit more oomph on his arms. But, in his arm. But, uh, Purdy is more poised, calm, mature than Jimmy. Purdy, 23 years old. Jimmy, 31. Purdy's the one who plays like a vet. I asked Kyle Shannon after the game if Purdy's the most mature rookie he's ever seen. He says he's the most poised rookies ever had and he had Nick Bosa who was pretty poised so yeah a lot of reasons to be impressed by Brock Purdy with the game on the line he scrambles for a first down and extends the ball past he has the situational awareness well first of all he's the quickness to get there the situational awareness to extend the ball past the first down marker and the situational awareness to freaking slide in bounds Jimmy couldn't make the run Jimmy does not have situa situational awareness. That's a play Jimmy couldn't make in a million years. So while physically they're kind of similar, Brock's better. He's better. And the Niners, if you didn't believe it after a couple of weeks ago, their, their Super Bowl odds have gotten better that Brock Purdy's the quarterback. That being said, I, I, I'm not ready to say he's the franchise quarterback of the team yet. That like, Hey, you know, he beat Tom Brady, he beat the Seahawks. Forget Trey Lance. Forget... Is Brock's team for the next 10 years? Ah, I wouldn't say that. What he did was very 
impressive tonight, considering it's a second career start. It's Seattle. He had a messed up rib. No Debo Samuel. A lot of context to add. That being said, that near, I mean, look, if Jimmy threw that ball that Brock threw that was almost picked off and returned for a touchdown, we'd be very hard on Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's not because of his experience or his age or his money, his salary. It's because the Niners are a Super Bowl-ready team and you can't have quarterbacks making those mistakes. So Brock made a Jimmy mistake today where he tried to force a ball over the middle, do a 15-yard pass on third and eleven. He does not have the arm to pull that off. Patrick Mahomes does. Josh Allen does. Trey Lance does. Brock Purdy does not. And if he's going to try to make those throws on third and long, those intermediate throws between defenders, he's going to get in trouble. You saw it when he tried to throw outside the numbers to Ayuk on those comeback routes. The ball sunk and died. Now, maybe that's because he's got a rib thing. Or maybe it's because he was the last pick in the draft and physically he's not comparable to people who go higher up. So I'm curious to see, as time goes on, will defenses force him into this, throwing these passes that are not his fort, his forte. Still, though, I like watching him play. He's a great story. But I, I think we got to make sure we don't take it one step too far and be like, hey, man, this is the guy. He's Drew Brees and Russell Wilson in one. Mm. Mm. I mean, he's definitely more patient, more calm, more confident, more mature than Jimmy Garoppolo, but physically in terms of their arms, similar. And uh, that's all I want to say. Like, I, I'm not ready to say that this physically limited quarterback is the guy the Niners need to go with forever. Like what he has is experience, which is great, but it's something anyone could get if they play enough. He played a lot in college. Imagine Trey Lance if he had played four years at Iowa State. Eventually, Trey Lance is going to get playing experience and he's going to improve. Only question, is that going to happen here or somewhere else? And I don't think you've seen enough from Brock Purdy be like, you know what, Trey, goodbye. And I think they know that. That being said, the Kyle Shanahan and the Niners, they don't strike me as the kind of team that's going to be like, hey, you know, we got to go with Trey Lance because we gave up picks for him. Sorry, Brock, it doesn't matter what you do. I think this is an open competition, and they would be more than happy to make Brock Purdy the starting quarterback if he proves it. But I think everyone recognize, recognizes that although it's a good story, He's got more to prove. And we saw today against a bad defense, some issues crop up. And this is what happens with young quarterbacks, especially ones on good teams that have hot starts. Can you talk about the Bosa penalty? Game should have been over on that play and backup should have been in. Uh, it was the right call. It's a bad rule. I hate the rule. But it was the right application of the rule. After the game, Nick Bosa was asked about it himself. I mean, straight up. And he was like, oh yeah, it was the right call. I messed up. Usually... He said, what I did was I landed with my full body weight on Gino. I'm usually good at not doing that. Later in the game, I didn't do that. Uh, he said, you know, I, I didn't know if he had the ball or not. I was thinking about that when I took him down. He said, that was my mistake. And usually I don't do that. So give Nick Bosa credit for not complaining or making an excuse and being honest. Because honestly, he could admit that he did one thing wrong and still be the MVP of the game, the MVP of the team, the MVP of the league. So I, I, I admire his, tr his honesty, and frankly, you're not allowed to do that. They don't want defensive players landing on quarterbacks like that. Uh, I think it's a terrible rule because it's just a tackle. It's freaking football, and quarterbacks are football players too, but that's what the league wants. That's why they made the stupid rule, and that's why the refs 
and forced it the way they did. And it's why Nick Bosa admitted it. He said, look, th- th- I know the rule. I'm coached to do it a certain way. So I understand fans harping on this. But the way I look at it is I don't like talking about bad calls because I'm sure if you talk to Seahawks fans, they could list two or three bad calls that they felt they got screwed on. I feel like the, the refs are like the weather. It's something that even, it, it, they're a variable that affects both teams and they're good or bad calls even out is the way I look at it. So uh, fair question. I, I really appreciated Nick Bosa's response. And it didn't seem like he was trying to be political to not get fined. It, we, he just was taking accountability. Isaac says, was this the easiest division crown for the Niners in recent memory? Usually they would fight it out with one of the division team at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, all the Niners had to do was, you know, pull their head out of their nether regions when they were three and four. This division is terrible. So bad. Still not sold in the Niners defense. Got to see them play against an elite offense once more, but let's go Niners. How many elite offenses are there in the league? Will the Niners ever face another one? Maybe the NFC Championship game. Thanks for all you do for this fan base grant. Well, thank you. That was very nice. Watching from Tennessee at 2 a.m. Awesome content. Kyle Shanahan, Coach of the Year. Um, he's put himself in the conversation. Got to keep winning. Nick Sirianni's only lost one game. Kittle. It is nice to have a tight end go catch balls instead of having to play backup right tackle. If only Kyle Shanahan got a tackle instead of burning picks on running backs. Yeah. What's up with Kittle and his man crush on Jimmy? I don't know. He had that written on his shirt. Uh, that was weird. It feels great, baby. I don't understand. Can Purdy uh, develop arm strength with NFL weightlifting? You know, I don't think it's a question of weightlifting. I think it's more mechanics. So, yes, I think he absolutely, you can add arm strength. Not a lot, but you can add a little bit. All right, I'm going to talk about Kittle, but first I want to talk about what you guys are thinking about. The running backs, Christian McCaffrey and Jordan Mason. If you watch 49ers After Dark, my show on Wednesday nights with Jesse Naylor. It's a big hit, this show. I, we, we did it last night. We always do the over-under game. And uh, Jesse was doing the, asking me what I expected from Christian McCaffrey in this game. And a lot of people thought, hey, this is a perfect opportunity for the 49ers to dial it back a little bit with Christian McCaffrey because it's a short week and you don't want to overuse him. I said, bull. If I know Kyle like I think I know Kyle, McCaffrey's getting 25 carries in this game and Jordan Mason's getting... Fewer than five. I said 25 for McCaffrey. He got 26. Boy, do I know Kyle Shannon. I can think like Kyle. I don't know why, but I can. I don't know what it is. I feel like he probably had to really make a pitch to Jed York to make this trade for Christian McCaffrey. Really had to sell him. Hey, we're going to give away the entire draft, but he's worth it. So you can't all of a sudden go to Jed and be like, you know that running back we really like? The backup that we had the whole time, the undrafted free agent, we like him a lot too. And so we're going to actually start giving him more carries than Christian. You can't do that. So I feel like he's trying to justify the trade. But in doing that, he's risking injury for his, the whole offense right now goes through Christian McCaffrey. It feels like every play he touches the ball. Um, And I get it. He's very dynamic. But if he gets hurt, I don't know where this team is going. Um... And, like, as a running back, I just I, he averaged 4.2 yards per carry in this game. He's had some good games, but mostly as, as the featured back in this offense, he hasn't been dominant. He's been a dominant receiver, not a dominant running back. There's no reason to give him all the carries. Him and Mason should be splitting carries, but maybe Jed York 
won't allow it because he gave I don't know. It just feels like the Niners are trying to justify their investment in McCaffrey and they're overusing him as a result, which is a mistake. It's so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. Everyone loves the trade that you did for Christian McCaffrey except for me, Kyle. No one's going to criticize you anymore. You made your point. Stop overusing Christian. Use Jordan. Jordan Mason averaged 16 yards carry. He's a good player. That 55-yard run to end the game was phenomenal. I don't know. Why do you think that Kyle Shanahan is so hesitant to use both running backs? Why does it all have to be Christian McCaffrey? Well, we all know it's reckless and unnecessary. I'd love to know your theory as to that one. Um, Hopefully we can get Kyle Shanahan to change his mind on this because we all know where it's going. George Kittle. I've been asking a lot of questions about George Kittle. Like, where are you? They pay you to be a consistent impact player, and you're not. Most of the time, your game is like 28 yards receiving, and that's that. Well, except when he's on prime time, except when he's on national television, he still sees himself as a star. And I guess he is. I mean, he's one of the highest paid, uh, highest selling jerseys in the league. So Thursday Night Football, everyone watching, Needs to make an argument that he's still one of the best tight ends in the league, that he's still a Pro Bowl-level player, and frankly, he looked like it tonight. 93 yards, two touchdowns. So what is George Kittle at this stage of his career? It seems like he's a guy who's approaching 30 and knows he's not the same player he was when he was 24 and 25. But he can step it up once a month, twice a month. That bodes well for the playoffs because frankly you don't know what you're going to get from Debo Samuel this year he's been a wreck this year and he's hurt so is he going to dominate playoff games when he comes back I don't know uh, is Brandon Ayuk going to dominate playoff games he didn't dominate this game um Kittle is the vet he's the one that they need to go to in big games and it, he showed that you can still count on him now next week one o'clock in, in Santa Clara I wouldn't expect much from George Kittle in that game just a regular game against Washington. He's got to pace himself. But the next primetime game that the Niners play, George Kittle's going for like at least two touchdowns. Got to pace yourself at 29 years old. I understand I'm 34 years old. I've been pacing myself the last five years just in everything I do. So I get it. Good for George. I'm sorry for questioning you. I understand what you're doing with your career. Let me uh, answer some more questions. Hold on. So many. Okay. Why only four carries for Jordan Mason? I want to know. I'd like to know. What is it? Because it's like, oh, well, they don't, they don't trust him. Right? So then why is he the closer? You're trying to close out the game, and you're afraid he might fumble, which he's never done. I don't know. It seems like if you don't trust him, you might give him the ball earlier as opposed to, like, with the whole game on the line. I don't get it. I'd love to hear some theories. Mason goes for 200 with as many carries as CMC. Yeah. I'm sorry, McCaffrey is a good running back, but he's not meant to be used like this. He's not meant to be freaking LaDainian Tomlinson. He's not Marshawn Lynch. Brock regained Camelot and the throne. I want to buy a BP jersey if he wins the Super Bowl, but do you think he'll change his number? 15 looks better than 13. No, I think he's a, he's a Dan Marino guy. He wants to wear number 13. Um, another thing I like about Brock Purdy, he's a great interviewee. He gives really good answers. He gives insight. He answers the question. He's both humble and confident. He is a dream. Trey Murphy says, sure took Mason a while to get in game. Fix it, QC. I'm trying, man. 
He just doesn't listen to me. It's hard to get a coach's attention when he's on a seven-game win streak. Fred Warner has, it was a heat-seeking missile on Metcalf. Yeah, so it was Greenlaw. Trey isn't getting QB1 back unless Purdy gets injured. Purdy was 11 for 11 at one point. Trey couldn't go 11 for 11 versus no defense. Trade him before he loses all his value after he can't beat out Purdy. Okay, this is in the running for dumbest uh, comment of the stream so far. Trade him before he loses all value. Sorry, Niners, baby, but I talked about this all week. You should have seen it. Dumbest, dumbest comment yet. But you gave me 10 bucks, so I, I don't want to insult you. Let's talk about it again. Let me try better. Trey isn't getting the quarter one QB1 back unless Purdy gets injured. That's an opinion. Purdy was 11 for 11 at one point. Is that true? I thought he was 9 for 9. Okay, 11 for 11 is great. Trey couldn't go 11 for 11 versus no defense. Trade him before he loses all his value after he can't beat out Purdy. Not, oh, thank you. I feel, I feel like this is a Jimmy Garoppolo fan who's now ju jumped on the, the Brock Purdy wagon. And you can, here's how you spot a Jimmy Garoppolo fan. They just list completions with no context. 11 for 11. Great. Well, the reason the Niners brought in Trey Lance was to get the ball down the field, not to dink and dunk. So, great. 11 for 11. He, Trey doesn't need to be that kind of quarterback. Trey doesn't need to be Brock Purdy or Jimmy Garoppolo because he can do things those two can't. Thank you. John Farr says rest starters any of the next three games or number two seed. Get that number two seed. I'm not trying to go to Minnesota in the playoffs. I want home games. So get that two seed. Favorite moment from this game. Also, do the Niners have a coaching advantage with Kyle and D'Amico over the Eagles? Cowboys come playoff time. Uh, maybe, um, maybe Nick Sirianni's good. Dan Quinn is good. Favorite moment from the game. Oh man. How about Dre Greenlaw's forced fumble? I love watching Dre Greenlaw play football. Tanner says best defense player, uh, in tonight's game, Warder Bosa. Greenlaw. Greenlaw. Greenlaw forced the fumble. That was the game. Greenlaw. Purdy actually throws downfield more than 10 yards. He has nice touch on the deep throws like Tua but he doesn't have zip on the intermediate throws. I mean, Jimmy has zip on those throws. Those are, those are his throws. Lowell Cone, you're not my dad. Thank you. Steve-O says, does Mason have issues catching and blocking during practice? Our QBs love passing the running backs. Maybe that's why he's not seeing as much play. I mean, those portions of practice are closed to the media. I thought he caught the ball just fine in training camp. I've never seen him, I've never seen him fumble. I don't know about his blocking. Is it me or does the Jimmy faction seem to be downplaying the quarterback play because it's not Jimmy G? Superstars, defense, all of a sudden are the reason we win. Also, there's taking shots at Jimmy and Trey Lance too. Like, he's hurt. Obviously, Mason is the only player Kyle Shanahan likes. He's the only impact player he keeps safe on the sidelines. Next man up, a big time offense, good spot. I agree. If you look at it that way, he seems to have like a vendetta against all his good players. But Mason is like, nah, man, we got to keep you healthy. Anoop says, great win, a special year with Super Bowl on the horizon. Can you please ask Kyle to protect the franchise CMC? 20 runs up the middle with CMC, reckless. I tried to tell him. He, they, he won't listen to me. There's no talking to him. Powerful one says, refs were trying to keep the Seahawks in the game. The roughing the call on Bosa was BS. Should have been a pick six. Uh, Bosa disagrees. 808 Niners says, Kyle said JP closed the game because short yardage. So what about goal line on third and short? Feed that man the damn ball. CMC doesn't need to be hit 30 times. Yeah, that's how you know Kyle Shannon isn't telling us the whole truth and nothing but the truth on that one. Banana, Shan Banana Hands gets all the credit every time Purdy talks. Yeah. Uh, Purdy is literally just a more mobile Nick Mullins, same limited arm talent. He will be exposed. I'm afraid that's the case. So, great story. He just freaking won in Seattle, but we got to... Um... Nathan says, McSack complaining about his holding was laughable. 
Yeah, what are you complaining about? Who do you think you are? Tally says, did you see BCB tell Kittle that he should shut up on TNF wrap-up? It's a little awkward. Uh, no, I did not. I was uh, not watching television tonight, but I'd like to see that. I was a Trey Lance lover, Jimmy Garoppolo fan before, but BP is that dude. Okay. I think it's a little early to say that. But actually, I don't know what that dude means, so you could say that. Nassim says, I don't like how I, Eric reacted to your question. I get it. He's upset. But Grant, also, talk about Jimmy G on your channel, and he never reacts that way. I thought that was funny. I don't know. I, I, another question. Why did he say that? What, is, what did I do? I don't know. I'd like to know what you think. Greenlaw is karma getting revenge on the Seahawks for what their fans did to Bowman in the NFC Championship game. I will not forget and I will not forgive. Greenlaw makes all the best plays here, man. Greenlaw is the most clutch linebacker I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Speaking of Dre Greenlaw, I was really happy for Dre Greenlaw because I love players who don't get the hype they deserve. I don't know what it is about players that get more hype than they deserve that bugs me, but the ones that don't get enough hype I love those guys, and I feel like I want to help them out, and I want to increase their high. I didn't, I didn't have to do anything. Dre did it all by himself, and what was cool is this is a primetime game. Everyone can watch it. Everyone that watches football can watch the game, and they can see, oh, 57. Who the hell is 57? Oh, oh, he's the fastest guy in the field. Oh, he's just forced that fo That's what he does every week, and I think, like, he's not getting – he's, like, 10th in Pro Bowl voting because no one knows who he is. He's not a household name, but if you do stuff like this – on Thursday Night Football, all of a sudden, people might remember you. And it's a shame that it's been this long and people don't know who he is, but he's an all-pro. He's the best linebacker on the team. He's the second-best player on the defense. He might be the best outside, I mean, off-ball linebacker in all football. He's probably the fastest, probably the most violent. He's a little short, so you can't, you can't quite do the same things in coverage that six-foot-three Fred Warner can, but damn, he runs and hits really hard. Hell of a player. And a game-changer. He has this knack to, like, force the turnover that wins the game. So, uh, congratulations, Dre Greenlaw. Uh, I think a lot of people know who he is now who didn't know who he was before. And uh, I hope he gets voted into the Pro Bowl. You deserve it. I hope you get – I hope there's some bonuses in your contract that get you uh, extra money for stuff that you're doing right now. Because, frankly, he signed an extension at the beginning of the season. He should have waited. If he had signed it like after the season, he'd be getting more money than Fred Warner. So he's actually a bargain. And now the whole world knows how good he is. Traverius Ward, we need to talk about him. He left the game with a concussion. The Niners said he cleared the concussion protocol. But Kyle Shannon after the game, they didn't put him, in the, they didn't put him back in the game. And Kyle said, yeah, he cleared it, but I talked to him and I didn't feel comfortable. God love Kyle Shanahan. God love him. Remember, uh, Mike McDaniel got in a lot of heat. He's like, oh, well, the, the tool was cleared. I put him back in the game. Talk to him. Look at him. You should see. So Kyle did the right thing. But with Traverius Ward, he's got a week and a half to clear the concussion protocol if he's in it and to make sure he's 100% good. Good timing for a Thursday night game. If he's fine, he is definitely playing at an all-pro level too. He went head-to-head, mano-a-mano. It's hand-to-hand with DK Metcalf and made DK Metcalf look ordinary and made him lose his cool. I got, uh, he um, got DK Metcalf to commit a 15-yard taunting penalty and a 10-yard offensive pass interference penalty. I'd be frankly kicked DK Metcalf's ass. 
And when the Niners signed Traverius Ward this offseason, I was like, you know, he's good, but he's not great. He doesn't really pick off passes. He doesn't need to pick off passes. He erases wide receivers. He's a big dude who's really quick and strong and fast, and he can actually match up with DK Metcalf, which most cornerbacks cannot do. So um, salute to Traverius Ward. All these people in the Niners defense do not get nearly enough press, ink, time on these shows. It is my fault because I always talk about the topics that get the most views, which are offense, quarterback, running back, head coach. But Javarius Ward, Dre Greenlaw, these guys are the stars of the team and they should be getting more talk and credit. So Javarius Ward, congratulations. I hope you don't have a concussion. I want to talk about the defense as a whole, though. The defense as a whole is so impressive about it. Why it's the best defense in the league and the best unit in the league is not that it just has a few stars or a great coordinator. It's, it seems like the rare defense that has great players at all three levels and a great coordinator. So somehow the sum of the parts is even greater than their great parts. I mean, you have a great edge rusher in Nick Bosa. You have two great linebackers in Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. You have a great safety in Talanoa Hufunga, a very good safety, and a great cornerback in Traverius Ward. That's like five great players. And so you got the pass rush that gets home, and then you got the linebackers that, that can go sideline to sideline and take away any screen passes, and then you got a cornerback who can match up with the best wide receivers in the league and a safety who, while he does give up some big plays, is a playmaker and, and uh, creates more good plays for the defense than bad plays he gives up. So it's quite a combination. Uh, Dante Whitner, who was on some great defenses, apparently said this is the best Niners defense of all time. I don't know if he can speak to the ones with Ronnie Lott, but he can speak to the ones from with Vic Fangio, and he might be right. Um, they make de- they make quarterbacks look so bad. They made Geno look terrible, and he's not terrible. They made Tom Brady look terrible, and he's not terrible. So uh, it's really imp- it's really fun to watch the Niners defense, and uh, I don't know if you can win a super if if defense wins Super Bowls and championships in the NFL anymore, but it might this year. And this one just might be the one to do it. So good for D'Amico, good for Dre Greenlaw, good for Traverius Ward, Nick Bosa, all the impact players on this defense. I, did I miss any? I don't think so. Um, got a couple more. No, I got a lot of these. Greenlaw Karma, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Niner Fan 85 said, Armstead actually not, did Armstead actually not answer your question? I love that Kittle is getting more touches. Yeah, he said, next question. I asked about Kerry Hyder. I thought it was a good question. Kerry Hyder played D-tackle D today, right next to Eric. I thought, you know, the opportunity to give Kerry uh, Hyder some props, but no. Oh, well. John Farr says, can we get an NFC West winning? Fernando. Fernando. Shout out my 12-year-old nephew, Sam, who really likes that when I sing that song. <laughs> Murphy says, can't we? It's past his bedtime, though. Sam, go to sleep. Murphy says, can't we buy a clipboard holder on Amazon and trade Trey for someone that can actually help the team? Trey on the Ryan Leaf tra- trajectory and ditch him. Man. All right, thank you for the $5 donation, but what is up with people that are so eager to sell low on Trey Lance? You're not going to get a first-round pick for Trey Lance. He could go somewhere else and develop and be good, and then it would be a, an even bigger mistake so um, I disagree, but I appreciate 
your donation. Tally says, question, if Jimmy is ready in the playoffs, does BCB get pulled? He won't be ready in the playoffs, and I hope not. No. Sean McGee says, also watching from Tennessee Late Night, thanks for all your content, Grant. Who do you get along with best in the locker room? Uh, Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward, for sure. Absolutely. Fernando. You like that vibrato, right? I'm a hell of a singer. Game manager game from Brock. He gave credit to Trey and Jimmy in the presser. He ain't doing this in the playoffs. People overreacting. Next Joe, no. Yeah, I, I, that's why I'm saying, like, hold on to Trey. Ryan, thank you. Kenny, do you think we can run the table and get second in the NFC? And if so, what do you think our odds would be to win the Super Bowl? I do think they can run the table. I think they can finish number two in the NFC. And I think, um, I still think it's Philly's conference to win. So, 40%? Grant, how does not, uh, John not get exec of the year? Uh, I mean, the dude in Philly's doing a really good job. I mean, what about Howie Roseman? Flave says, it's crazy how legit quarterbacks can come to this team and win immediately. Others need more time. Can't believe you back Trey so hard, bro. He even hit me with the passive-aggressive bro. I do think it's funny that certain people love physically limited uh, quarterbacks who are pro-ready. Like, great, you had a good start to your career. What's your good career going to be in two years? Like, look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Flav used to love him. He calls himself Flave now. Now Jimmy Garoppolo, his worth on the free agent market is probably like one year, three million with incentives. Every game that Brock Purdy wins, people are going to look at Jimmy and be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you do in San Francisco? So, yeah, Jimmy's career is going in the toilet right now. Trey's got a future. Trey's got hope. So I know... Jimmy Garoppolo fans are having a tough time and they're trying to project these things on Trey, but Trey's going to be here next year and Jimmy won't. Trey's got a future as a starting quarterback and Jimmy doesn't. So, I, 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 hey, get in all your hot takes about Trey Lance while he's still uh, sitting at four career starts because eventually, eventually you won't be able to talk that way anymore. Justin says, Hyder deserved his flowers. Be a pro, Eric. Yeah, man, like, I, you don't like me. That's cool. You like carry though, right? Winning right away doesn't equal long-term success. Oh, it does if you're a Jimmy Garoppolo fan. Certain guys, if you win two, three starts to start, fan for life. Ryan Blockers' theory is that Mason either fumbles, doesn't pick up audibles well, or doesn't read option routes well. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. No, I'm going with it doesn't make sense. I don't think there's a reason. If they thought he was a fumbler, they wouldn't be giving him the ball with the game on the line in the fourth quarter. Perdman Jr., I like that better. Tanner says, are you worried about Huff giving up a couple of TDs lately? Yes, I am, absolutely. It's not good. And as he puts it on tape more, teams are going to be going after him. I was the original. Who's this guy pretending to be the original? Came up with your own name. You guys are so creative. Uh, Purdy after Lance kind of feels like how Cousins went after RG3. Could this situation was, uh, was similar as it was in Washington? Yeah, but Cousins was a third-round pick, fourth-round pick, who has a much stronger arm than Brock Purdy, so slow down. Nate says, Kyle Shanahan now has two NFC West titles, NFC Championship game appearances, one Super Bowl appearance, and multiple playoff wins, 10-plus seasons with different quarterbacks when people want to talk about his win-loss record. Yeah, he's three games under, he's three games over 500 despite playing, coaching with a freaking elite defense the last four years. So yeah, I think it's fair. It's fair to still have questions about him. Uh, Ryan Hensley, 
there might be some inside coaching info on those crumbled up pieces of paper on the floor behind you. Stayed up to watch you, my man. Go to, thanks, man. Hey, if you want to do a show with me tomorrow, let me know. I know you got stuff in the morning, but I got to do a, a post. I got to do a day after show, baby. If you're around, shout outs uh, to the audio crew at Levi's played MF Doom's rap snitch Kanishes during the Miami game. Is that Bosa song when he gets a sack? I don't know. He's a big MF Doom fan. Grant, please tell these Trey haters that Trey is not getting traded and he will battle Purdy next year for QB1. Trey is not getting traded and he will battle Purdy next year for QB1. They're going to bring out the best in each other. Trey will make them eat their words. Yup. Not financial advice says, Grant, did you see Kittle Purdy postgame at the Amazon Prime desk? Kittle wearing a feels great baby shirt and there seemed like tension. I haven't seen it. I can't wait to see it. Why would you wear that? It's such a, it's so um, tone deaf. Uh, SJ Braveheart says, solid game all the way around. Niners under Jimmy underperformed when facing teams they should beat. Nice to see consistency. Yep. Agree. Ori Fish, two bucks, 250. Thank you. Stevie. Steve says, Shani makes no sense with Mason, almost killed CMC. Does this all the time, man, with his players. It's like, ugh. Flave again says, LO, you think Trey's a future as a starter and Jimmy doesn't? Want to bet who starts the game first, Trey or Jimmy? Trey's Purdy's backup now. Um, <laughs> who do you think is going to start more games the rest of his career, Trey or Jimmy? I bet you it's going to be Trey. Jimmy's going to go to a team that drafts a quarterback in the first round. And they'll say he's the bridge quarterback, but he could lose the job in training camp and he won't be the starter at the end of next season. So he's always going to be in this situation where he's on a one-year deal. And he might be the QB1, but it's only a matter of time before he gets passed up. Sorry. Let's do it. All right, cool. Well, I'll hit you up in the morning. Purdy would have beat Broncos and Falcons. Agree. You hear that, Flav? He would have beat him. All right, guys. It's hella late. I got a flight in six hours. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Who sleeps after games? Uh, thanks for watching, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow with Ryan to break down the game further. Have a great night and sleep tight.